Blog Talk Radio. Boxes, 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 boxes. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming at you in full effect. On this Sunday morning slash afternoon, wherever you're listening and tuned in to. I'm going to have a quick show today. You know, we had a couple of fights um, this weekend on the zone. Had a fight on Friday. I think Josh Warrington defended his title against some guy I've never heard of. Uh, Alexander Usyk made his heavyweight debut. And Dimitri Bivol defended his WBO, I believe, light heavyweight championship. So I wanted to just get that in today. I don't think any of the guys got to see the fights. I don't blame them. Nothing extraordinary out there. And uh, also give our thoughts and prayers to uh, Earl Spence. And I I think that's where I want to start it today. Um, But before we get there, uh, just let you know, Fall is here. Started to cool down a little bit in Texas. Um, You know, we're getting to those 70s and 60s, you know, waking up, waking up in the morning, having to put on a a hoodie or a small light jacket to the afternoon, being able to go back to shorts. So that's when you know the fall is here, when you wake up cold and go to bed hot might have to cut the heat on in the morning but then the AC is back on about 12 o'clock so you know fall is here so that means football's in full effect that means uh, MLB playoffs are going down uh, last night while trying to watch the fights I had uh, you know my phone on the zone and the TV watching my Astros get the ass beat by the Yankees for a game one uh, of the uh, of the D of the 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 series before the World Series, um, so the division series. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, man. Shout out to the Astros. Um, see what they can do, man. But let's get into it real quick. My thoughts. Um, we didn't get to do a show on Wednesday. I was out there celebrating my anniversary with my wife. So. You know, happy anniversary to her. Um, but waking up Thursday morning, got some bad news that unified welterweight champ Earl Spence Jr. was in a terrible car crash. He was driving his Lamborghini, I think, or Ferrari. He was driving some kind of fancy whip late night, 3 a.m. in the more early Thursday morning probably coming back from the club, got into a crazy accident, 
uh, was ejected um, after the car rolled over a couple of times. They even have footage of the car rolling over. It looked crazy. And, you know, everybody thought it was going to be the worst, um, especially seeing the footage and hearing that he was ejected from the car and that he was in, uh, you know, a critical condition and getting rushed to the ICU. Everybody thought it was going to be bad. But then as the day went on, uh, we heard that, you know, it wasn't as bad as projected. You know, even though he was in the hospital, he only he only uh, suffered from minor injuries. Well, I wouldn't say minor, but nothing too serious. No broken bones, just a couple of lacerations, bruises. Um, I hear he might have, you know, lost a couple of teeth or something like that. But besides that, everything was pretty – everything is cool. So we didn't lose Earl Spence as a fighter. Um, but more importantly, you know – he'll be able to enjoy the rest of his life without any crazy, you know, injuries from that, from that accident. So first off, just want to say, you know, sending my prayers out to him and his family. I'm sure he still has some recovering to do, you know, very, uh, we tell that God was with him. Very lucky. I think they're calling him the miracle man now, uh, on the internet, but yeah, hopefully, you know, before, as the during the beginning of the week, we know we were all getting tweets and uh, not we were all, but I was getting tweets and text messages of, you know, the latest incident where Earl Spence is out there talking to some of his Dallas friends and he's dancing and you could tell he's very inebriated, very drunk out there. And people are posting, I think um, the trainer for Bud Crawford posted, posted the same thing saying, you know, that, he was drunk and that drunks can't win. So hopefully, you know, we haven't heard anything about this, him being drunk. Hopefully this wasn't a him being drunk and riding from the club and losing control or anything like that. Hopefully this has nothing to do with that. Uh, and if it does, hopefully we don't hear anything about it. And since him being one of the sons of Dallas, they sweep that under the rug and this will, and this will get him to understand that maybe all this drinking that he's doing isn't really uh, helpful to his career. So, so like I said, shout out to Earl Spence. I'm glad that he's not seriously hurt and he'll be able to continue. And we won't be, um, you know, we won't get the Crawford Spence taken away from us and we won't be able to see, we will be able to see how great of a fighter Earl Spence is as he can be one of the best, <laughs> depending on, you know, how his career you know, how his career comes together. So another prayer for Earl Spence and his family, man. So on to the next real quick, man. Last night on the zone, we'll start with the co-main event. We had Dimitri Bivol um, defeating Lenny Lennon Castillo um, for his WBO, I believe. Yeah, his no, his WBA light heavyweight championship. Uh, Lenny Castillo is a 20 and two. Last time we saw him, he was fighting. Um, I want to say, what's my man's name? Last time we saw him, he was fighting a pretty good fighter. Um, he knocked him down. I'm trying to remember his name, but I can't remember at this second. Uh, 
and my internet is freezing up on me. But it was pretty much easy work for Dimitri Bebo. Uh, he's Bebo, you know, he's one of those guys that came into the game like uh, like Triple G. He's been knocking everybody out. Um, but as he gets further and further into his, um, you know, as the guys get better and better, he's not doing a lot of knocking out anymore. In fact, his last, what, one, two, three, four fights have become uh, – have gone the distance. All unanimous decisions, though. He's a very good fighter, but he's just a smaller, um, light heavyweight. I think it will probably be good for him to try to go back – go down to super middleweight where there's some, you know, big names, some good, bigger fighters, but I don't know if he could do it. Now, don't get me wrong. He looked good, you know, um, against Castillo, uh, who fought – man, I'm trying to figure out the black guy's name that he fought. But it's not uh it's not cooperating with me right now. But yeah. Is it Roach? I don't know. It's a guy I think he's undefeated also. But Castillo was in there. He wasn't just the worst fighter, but he wasn't doing a lot. Um he was just in there. It didn't look – he was a stronger guy. He was the bigger guy, uh, Castillo, uh, but he wasn't letting his hands go. Looked like he's, he was a counter puncher. Um, he got dropped, I believe, in the sixth or seventh. Um, Bebo hit him with a, a counter right hand over a jab, knocked him down. And I believe the, the judges had it almost, you know um, – unblemished rounds. I think one of the judges might have had it by 12. The other judges might have had it by 10, 10 rounds. So, you know, pretty much easy work for Bebo. Um, definitely want to see him against the fight, uh, against the winners of uh, the guys who's fighting uh, Better Beeve and Ghost Gets. I don't really know how to say his name, but I know they're fighting the Unify next week on Friday, I believe. So we'll definitely be talking about that. I think that's going to be a pretty good fight for unification of the uh, light heavyweight championships or or even uh, the winner of Canelo versus um, Kovalev. You know, Bebo, he's, he's one of the smaller, the guys, like I said, um, but he's got a lot of skill. Um, he's got enough power to get, get these guys to respect him. Got a lot of speed and uh very skillful guy, man. I think he's a two time Olympian, one time gold medalist. So, you know, he's got the skills to pay the bills. I believe he's nineteen and oh. Um so we'll we'll see exactly we'll see exactly what he has to prove or what he has to sh- uh, show in this light heavyweight division. But in the light heavyweight division, you don't know who the best is, all the young guys, and, uh, you know, Kovalev, who's made a name for himself, but he's probably not the best guy. So hopefully we can get some kind of – we will get a unification next week, and then hopefully on, uh, you know, in the near future, we'll get Bevol against the winner, and we'll get, uh, you know, a guy with three belts out there, and we'll see what happens with uh, Canelo after he beats Kovalev, if he's going to be willing to fight any of those guys. Most of those guys are bigger. Uh, Canelo versus Bevo, they're cl- 
closer to the same side. So maybe if Bevo can win that, we could see some kind of, you know, undisputed champion with Canelo. But you never know with Canelo. He likes to move up and down um, in his weights. You know, he's got plenty of belts, so you never you never know exactly what what's up when it comes to Canelo. Here we go. Who did my man fight? He fought Brown, Marcus Brown, but he he lost to Marcus Brown. That's who I was thinking of. Um, that was his last. That was Castillo's last loss was to Marcus Brown and Joseph Williams back in 2017. So, um, yeah, man, real quick, let's go ahead and talk about Alexander Usyk's heavyweight debut against four-day noticed opponent Chas Witherspoon. Now, first, Usyk was supposed to fight against guy named last name Fung. Uh the Spung character failed the drug test. And you know, he failed his drug test I think a couple of days well a couple of days before the fight. Maybe they let him know on Monday or Tuesday. So Tyrone Spung. So they had to find another guy. Now Spung has come out and say and, and posted on Twitter or on Instagram that you know, his third body test was clean and that, you know, he was a clean, he's a clean fighter. But then what, what we come to realize is that he was taking three tests, three different tests. It wasn't that, you know, some people were saying like his B sample was clean or something like that. It wasn't that. It was that he had taken three body tests, like on three different dates. Like I think two times and, uh, September and one time in October and he failed the first two tests that were taken in September and then he passed the one in October I think that's what is what I uh is what I read so you know he's still a dirty fighter he just got it out of system by time that the third that the third test was was done so you know get him out of here We'll see. We're not worried about him. But Chaz Witherspoon was his opponent. Big guy, I think. Alexander came in there wearing 215. Um, Witherspoon came in wearing 245 around there. So, you know, we get to see exactly how Alexander uh, Usyk was going to hold up against the bigger, tougher guys. Um, Very easy work. Uh, Chas Witherspoon went in there. He tried his best, but on four days' notice, I don't know if he had been working out at all, but it didn't look like it. Um, the Around the fourth fourth round, you can start to see him get very, very tired, breathing very heavily in the corner. And then, uh, you know, he started getting worked a little bit. Never seemed to be hurt, just seemed to be very tired. Uh, Usyk was in there um, throwing a lot of, a lot of combos at the end of the fight. During at the beginning of the fight, very it was very slow. Uh, Usyk, uh, you know, he said after the interview, you know, he had to study, see exactly what the guy was going to do, and that's what I mean, you could take his word for that. He wasn't throwing too many punches, um, you know, very calculated in what he was doing when it came to those first four or five rounds. But then after that, he started pouring it on, attacking a little more, 
and eventually got Witherspoon to uh, retire uh, in the corner after the seventh round. So, you know, good fight. Uh, I think this makes – I don't know if this fight made him, but somehow Usyk is the WBO uh, mandatory, so he would be able to fight the winner of Ruiz Joshua, and he sounds like he's ready. I'm not sure if he's ready. You know, at 215, will he be able to handle big-ass Joshua? Um, will he be able to handle the punches of, uh, of and the brawling of Andy Ruiz up close? Who knows? We weren't able to tell with this fight against Witherspoon. Um, we know that Usyk is very skilled. <laughs> he would be the faster of, you know, he's probably the fastest heavyweight now. You know, he's probably got some of the best hands when it comes to heavyweight, but he doesn't have that knockout power that you probably need to have these guys to respect you. Um, but it's hard to tell because he just fought a guy that nobody, when I mean nobody, I mean nobody was worried about on four days' notice. Um I'm not – yeah, like I said, Usyk is great. You know, he's probably top – he's probably – in my – he's probably top five or six pound-for-pound pound fighter in the game right now. He's got hella skills. Um, but I don't know if he's if he's ready for these heavyweights. Now, he fought – his last fight was against um, – what's my man's name? Um, Tony Bellew who's fought heavyweight. I think Gassiev is fighting heavyweight. Marco Huck is fighting heavyweight. Uh, Michael Hunter is fighting heavyweight. So he's fought, he's, he's fought against guys who have either competed in heavyweight or are competing now in heavyweight division. But these are the smaller guys. Will he be able to handle the bigger 240-plus pound six four and up guys, you know, it's going to be hard to tell. What, you know, what's good for Usyk is that he does have a, a good reach on him. He does have long arms. So he's able to get that jab out there. And he might he might be able to do it. I, you know, it's hard to tell, like I said, against Chaz Witherspoon, who is a, who is a nobody, I mean, not a nobody, who's 38 and three, but who is a 38-year-old fighter coming off of four days' notice. So it's hard to tell exactly, but when you listen to when you listen to uh, Eddie Hearn talk and when you listen to Usyk talk, they want the championship fight sooner, as soon as possible, not sooner than later. They want it as soon as possible. So we'll see exactly we'll see exactly what's going on with him, and uh, yeah, very soon. Because it sounds like they want the winner of Ruiz versus Joshua, and if I'm Ruiz versus Joshua, I might, I might be able to take that fight. That's a bigger name. Um, Usyk had Chicago popping. I was surprised how loud those guys were. All the what are they Ukrainians? Uh, they they were very loud in there, and had a, he had a lot of support. So, shout out to Usyk. Uh, we'll see exactly what he can do at his heavyweight at his. Uh, at heavyweight division, but as far as his, as far as his debut, you know, I give it a B plus. He didn't look too good early, very slow. 
But at the end of the fight, he was able to get the guy out of there, a much bigger guy, man. So shout out to him, man. Uh, before we get out of here, I think my man Janelle has come on. So let's take it to Janelle to see if he's got anything about the fight this weekend or anything to say about what we started to show off with uh, Earl Spence and his, uh, you know, his his accident he had over the week. Janelle, what's going on, man? What's going on, guy? Uh, well, yeah, um, I forgot all about the fights last night because – I'm going through something right now over in this area. Um, so I I deleted social media, so I don't, um, I don't get no updates on shit. And I forgot that all these guys were fighting last night, so, so I actually missed it. Uh, um, uh, speaking on the uh, Errol Spence, you know, it's ironic, man. Uh, for the past few weeks, guys been, including myself, been talking about Errol Spence, man. He's out there drinking and partying. From the day he saw that, um, on Instagram, him hanging out with Adrian Broner, drunk as drunk, pissy as hell. You know what I'm saying? You know, some guys been saying, "Come on, you're hanging around the wrong boxer right now." That's the wrong boxer to take pointers from. You know what I mean, to be uh, uh, kicking it with. You know what I mean? And the, you know what I'm saying? And as soon as that drinking uh, uh, start going on, you start seeing him blowing up in between fights. Uh, prior to that, man, you always saw him chiseled. He was always chiseled in interviews, as if he was fighting tomorrow or something. You know what I mean? But then. After that, he saw him blowing up 25-plus pounds, or 20-plus pounds, 30 pounds. He got a drop to make 147, and that was the beginning of the end of his career. You know what I mean? I mean, this injury, okay, yeah, he says it's not life-threatening, but I'm sure it's some kind of internal injuries. It's kind of, cause to get a proof for a fight, you got to pass neurological tests. You got to pass a lot of types of evaluations. And I'm not too sure if, if he's going to get cleared. You know what I mean? And even if he does, I mean, will he be the same Errol Spence? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure he got some kind of internal injury. He suffered something unlogically. I mean, the guy came flying out of a fucking car going 150 miles an hour, some shit like that or whatever it was. Come on, he got some kind of uh, internal injury that I don't think this, I don't think he'll be the same fighter again. He still might be good, but, I mean, who knows? But it's like, hey, hey sorry to say it, man. I mean, he's a thing. I'm a fellow Jamaican, just like you know what I'm saying, but it's like, hey, man, you know I mean, he probably ended his own career. You know, he was his own downfall, and, we, and we've been seeing it for the past few, shit, probably like a year now. You know what I'm saying? Him out there drinking in interviews. A guy asked him how long he'd been fighting. He said 2016-15. But see, he meant to say 15-16. Oh, but he said 2015 or 16, some shit like that. And I was like, come on, man. Come on, bro. Man, boxing's a full-time sport, man. And, I mean, it's just sad, you know, because you know I'm saying, I'm boxing these money superstars as we can get, and he was definitely one of them. But I think this might be the end of his career. A superstar, uh, Errol Spence, is, I don't think he'll be a superstar anymore. Well, it, it from what I'm that. hearing is that is is that he's all that he's all good. And it could be, you I know. I understand. I understand that, but he got some kind of internal dig- uh, 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 damage. I'm sure of it. He got some kind of internal damage. Internal damage. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying some kind of neurological. Uh, I'm telling you, you don't go flying out of a car going 150 miles an hour and tell me you're not uh, damaged internally. I mean, he might be able to walk and talk clear again, but trust me, he got some kind of damage. Some kind of damage he's got, and he's got to pass these evaluations. 
And even if he passes, I mean, come on, will he still be the same? Come on, man. Something something really clicked it inside. I, I mean, he's able to talk and walk again and some shit. Oh, wasn't he even a coma or some shit like that? He, he was in a coma for a while? Yeah, I think that, that was... accurate? Yeah, who knows? Exactly. You don't be in a coma. I mean, you don't be in a coma. I was in a coma. I had a spinal meningitis when I was 15 months old. And later on in life, my mom told me about how I actually went flatline. And I, and I woke up out of coma. I was just 15 months old. I was in coma for like two months. I came up. I had to learn how to walk and talk again. And that's why I got my stuttering problem from today. And, and, I, and I still have a tear in the left side of my brain. Till this day. Till this fucking day. You know what I mean? Come on, man. He got some kind of fucking damage. He got some kind of damage. I'm telling you, you don't go in a coma and not be internally damaged. I'm telling you, Well, bro. we don't know if, if he was in a coma. That's the thing from they were making it sound, I didn't hear out, that. sound pretty I bad. I did hear that. Yeah but, they, yeah, but they were making it sound real bad at the beginning, but then at, like, the end of the day, everybody was like he was all good. And from what I heard is that it's he might have It's because they don't want nobody to panic. I think that was his promoters and his family just don't want nobody to panic. I think that's exactly what it was. But I'm telling you, he well, got, I got some, some kind of damage, some man. Friends out he there. was they in a coma. Was I don't know if he was in a coma. From I, I know some guys that are, you know, not really his best friends, but, you know, that are, are, are cool with him. And they say, you know, they say that he's a drunk, that he gets drunk a lot and that he might have been drunk. But, yeah. they didn't, you know, they just it, said he might just lost some teeth and he got was. his face fucked up. If you look on his Instagram, if you look on Instagram, and he had pictures about how he was, was out there drinking and shit, but then as soon as that crash happened, it was deleted off his Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was drinking. He was drinking. He said it got blown up in between fights and shit. And in the beginning, it wasn't like that in the beginning. In the beginning, when he was hungry, calling everybody, uh, calling Thurman, everything he saw an interview with him, he was always ripped to the bone, as if he was fighting tomorrow or some shit. Always. But as soon as he got that championship, as soon as he beat Kell Brook, and he, and, and he just saw him on Instagram partying this and partying that, hanging around Broner and Charles getting drunk and shit. Yo, yo, that was the beginning of, of all this shit. That was the beginning of all this shit. Of all this shit. Yeah. And it's just sad. It's sad, man. Well, hopefully, man, let's give him his wake-up call that he needs, you know. And, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Like you said, we have no idea. You know, I believe that, you know, I don't know that he was drunk, but I'm pretty sure that he probably was. Uh, we haven't heard anything about it, you know, as far as any DWIs or anything. So maybe they're sweeping that under the rug. And I'd like but, to say uh, one you thing. Know, maybe, if I could say one thing, too, if I could say one thing, it was actually to his benefit, actually, he didn't have a seatbelt on. That was to his benefit. Cause the way that car was, if he had a seatbelt on, he would have still been in the car. That motherfucker would have got squashed, man. There's no way he would have survived. So actually, I think it was to his benefit that his seatbelt was off and he went flying out the car. Because he literally was got crushed in that car. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? There's no way he would have made it out of that car. The way that car looked, there's no way he would have made it out of that car if his seatbelt was on. I'm thinking about that. Think about yep. that. No, I mean, I, be, yeah, I, man, I, so, yeah, I, I believe it. And it might have been good that he was drunk, so when he got flown out, got kicked out the car, his body was loose and he wasn't, uh, you know, all tensed up. That's why he didn't break any bones or anything. He might have been passed out because it's very hard, you know, when you get to not to get ejected out of car and you don't break anything, that means, you know, you were, you know, he might have been passed out at the at the wheel. Who knows what happened, man, but luckily he's still alive. You know, luckily yeah, the reports yeah. are 
Luckily, reports are that he's, you know, that he's all right and his career isn't in any danger uh, as of now. Like you said, we never know what, you know, if anything happened to his brain or anything, if he's, in, if he's slower or, or anything like that. But as of right now, as of today, everything is good with him. I doubt, you know, they haven't made any announcements on the uh, Danny Garcia fight that he's supposed to have in January. I doubt that happens. Oh, oh, oh that's, not happening. that's not happening. That's not happening. I doubt it's happening. I doubt that's happening. I doubt it. Yeah, me too. I don't think that. That probably ain't happening. But we'll see, you know. We'll see. I just heard, the, from what I heard, the worst thing is he got some cuts on his face and he and he knocked out a bunch of his teeth. Yeah, I had to get some new teeth. So we'll Damn. see how it goes. But, yeah, man, Damn. I think that's uh, – yeah, I think that's all we got, man. Um, you know, next week on Friday there is the uh, Better Beev versus Gusev. How do you, you know how to say that other guy's name? Uh, light heavyweight champion. Uh, but they have on Friday him and Better Beev are, are fighting for uh, for to uni- to unify those belts that they have. And uh, so we'll hopefully we'll be here on Wednesday to talk about that. And um, I'm not sure what else is going down next weekend, but uh, yeah, man, I think that's where we're going to end it, man. You got anything else before we get out of here, Janelle? No, that's all. That's all. Who else is on the phone call? Nah, nobody. Just me and you. I was just trying to do a quick oh, one in, man. Make sure we got, make sure we got one in this week. All right, back, back. Well, no, I think. Uh, all right, yeah. Hold on, JP's on, man. Let's see. Uh, I don't think I don't know if he watched the fights, but let's get his thoughts on uh, the Spence thing. So let's take it out there to uh, Southern California to my man JP. Yo, JP was popping, uh, man. Uh, ain't nothing. Um, didn't see the fights, man. But uh, I'm waking up to Twitter, and I understand. Um, I guess there's. I guess Usyk didn't look so great. Uh, a lot of the skeptics are out, and some of the uh, use the guys in Usyk's corner, they're out here caping, saying, you know, uh, you know, we're just insecure because he's a white guy, I guess. So I don't know what what what's it about. What's the the conversation with Spence about right now? Him flipping the car. Yeah, yeah, we're just well, talking about him flipping the car. We- hey. Real quick though, real quick about that Usyk man. Now Usyk did look great at the beginning, but the way he explained it is that, hey man, this guy, I, I this guy came out at, at four days' notice. You know the guy spung, he he uh, failed the test, so they got a guy in with four days' notice. He was forty pounds heavier than me, thirty pounds heavier than me. It took me a, it took me a while to figure out what I was doing. Then he sort of got him out of there. So, you know Usyk didn't look the best. But if a guy weighs you by 30 pounds and you get him out of there in the seventh round, I'm not mad at that. I don't think he looked the worst. So, you know, I don't know. But as far as uh, Spence, we were just talking about how Spence, you know, we were the last couple of weeks we've been seeing a lot of reports about him being drunk. And we saw the interview where he was drunk as hell uh, with his boys. And then, you know, the next couple of days he flips over his Lamborghini. And almost ends his career. 
Yep. I think it's all indicative, and I think all those things were kind of leading to this event. And I also think that that, uh, Errol Spence's performance, as, as, you know, there's been some criticism saying he, even though he's been beating guys, Mikey Garcia and Sean Porter, he's been a little underwhelming in his performance. And that's kind of a, a gray area, but I think the lifestyle is definitely uh, ring its head. Errol has appeared to look aloof going into these fights, and we're just thinking that he's just completely being dismissive of the competition. But I think it's more um, Errol getting off the track that got him there. You know, I know that Errol has a solid team behind him with his father and stuff, but I guess the lifestyle down there in Texas and he's becoming a, a big star and it, it's, it's it's starting to show in the ring, and we definitely seem to come to fruition in real life. So is we, we, we have a problem, and hopefully this will be an intervention for him. You know, we get Arrow gets back to being that guy that we first seen, you know, as he was coming up and, um, you know, can continue his career. This is unfortunate, but it might be that intervention, that crossroad he needs. Another thing we brought up, uh, or I brought up, is the fact that Spence, it was his benefit that he didn't have a seatbelt on because the way that car was, that, you know I mean, I think by him getting injected out of that damn car, I think I think it was for the better because if he was in that car, there's no way he would have made it out of that car in one piece. That car was total time 10. You know what I mean? It's just no way he would have made it out of that car if his seatbelt was on. So good thing he had it off. Yeah, I mean, I'm with. Uh, yeah, well, I think we all agree, man. That hopefully this is the uh, this is the intervention that he needs. Hopefully, this gets him back on the right track. And you know, Janelle made a point that we don't really know how. You know how how much damage he took. You know, especially to getting thrown out and involved with the brain and neuro uh, neuro neurological neurological. Damage. So. Yeah, so hopefully he doesn't, you know, hopefully he's all right, man. You know, the reports are that he is all right. There is no reports of any kind of DWI or anything like that. So we'll see. We'll see, man. But maybe this is the wake-up call that he needed. I hate that this is the kind of wake-up call that he had to get. But like I said, just that week, maybe that Monday, you know, the the – the footage of the interview of him and his boys and he's out there doing the dance. They're talking about how he did the dance that he could barely stand up and he's, he's next to cars, you know, so, you know, he, he's probably on his car. So we know that he's out there drinking and driving from, uh, you know, the, the people that I know out there in Dallas that, you know, are sort of in this circle, they say that he's out, he'd be out there messed, you know, really messed up. So we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes, man. But hella irresponsible, man. I mean, Errol's Errol's a rich dude. He could have a fucking driver. I mean, this is just hella irresponsible. Like, dude, you got a lot to live for, and you how you're drinking and driving of all things. That's like elementary, bro. Like, you can have a nice drive, a fucking nice SUV, being driven around after you fool your girls around, whatever you need to have. So. Just really grow the fuck up and start taking yourself seriously because this is just super irresponsible. 
Yeah, I mean, I most, a lot of people, a lot of people drink and drive, but when it comes to sloppy, when you're sloppy drunk, like he seems like they say he is, yeah, you need to get, he needs to get his life together, man. And hopefully he does. Like I said, the reports are that it's not that big of a, you know, he just, he just got some lacerations, some bruises, nothing's broken. Everything is good with him. So hopefully he, you know, hopefully he comes back in full effect. And another question was, do you, uh, JP, do you think that, do you think that he'll be uh, fighting in January again? Garcia. I mean, you don't be in a coma and not have something wrong internally. You know what I mean? Making it seem like this dude just walking out of here unscathed. So, I mean, we got to get some more details on the effects of any injuries. I don't know how you come out of something like that completely unscathed, you know what I mean? So, But from, from the reports that are out, I haven't heard about any serious injuries that should keep him away from fighting. So we'll have to see. Um, could be some, some mental trauma. I know when people get in um, car accidents, especially ones of that magnitude, there is some PTSD in the aftermath. Some people kind of, kind of become shell-shocked behind the wheel, and they just aren't good drivers anymore. So there there might might be some mental issues or some uh, PTSD-related, but you got to get some details on the injuries. I don't know how you walk away from that, and you have nothing wrong with it. So we'll see. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. So, but we'll see. Like I said, they had. Yeah, we haven't heard any reports. They haven't said that the that the Garcia fight is off. Um, but you know, and I'm still waiting to see if there's going to be any kind of a DUI or was he drunk or you know we're going to see. I guess that was just on Thursday. We'll see how it all plays out, man. But, um. I think that's where we're going to end it. I know I was telling uh, Janelle that I know on Friday, next Friday, that they have a light heavyweight unification fight with Better BF and the guy with the GZ. Do you know how to say his name, J- uh, JP? You know the guy I'm talking about? Light heavyweight. Gavoltskit. Uh, yeah, Gavoltskit. Yeah. Him and Better Beaver are yeah. fighting, I believe, on Friday uh, for the unification. And, uh, Hopefully we'll get to see the winner of that against Bebo, but you know how that all goes, man. But I just wanted to get a get a show in, man. I know everybody didn't get to check out the fights, but just wanted to make sure we get back on track to doing these shows on Sunday and uh, and Wednesdays, man. But so I appreciate y'all calling. Um, you gonna win, JP? When you gonna do your top fifty um, rap rappers list, man? We were we were looking forward to the NFL breakdown but you know you had a little technical difficulties oh man it was a great show too I rocked for like an hour and 40 minutes solo and so you hate when that happened uh the top 50 list man I think I mean my partner's just been killing me for that shit that list is one of the most objective things ever so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get that in this evening man but uh it's not gonna be any and no one's going to agree on anything. You know, it's a very subjective list. And uh, people, it's rap, I've come to find that rap is really regional. So, but we'll have some fun with it, man. I'm going to try to get it in this season. All right, man. Make sure you uh, send that text out. I'll try to get in. I'll try to get in on it, man, to, you know, kill your list, man. But 
I appreciate y'all calling in, getting it in real quick. And uh, we'll see y'all again on Wednesday, man. So uh, outside this boxing podcast, man, we'll catch y'all on Wednesday. We out of here. Peace. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.